Welcome to the podcast one reviewer called a bunch of people definitely talking about stuff. Welcome to AU Radio. <laughs> With us as always, our panel of pop culture experts. He's the Laverne to my Shirley. He's Corey. Konnichiwa. His smoldering intensity landed two of our female listeners in the hospital with the vapors. He's Ian. <laughs> I went back to cigarettes. <laughs> smoldering. <laughs> She's the illegitimate love child of Red Sonia and Ice Tea. She's Katie. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. <laughs> and on the control board, he's the man with the beeps and boops. He's our very own R2D2. He's Travis. I don't know how to speak robot. (laughs) (laughs) Contrary to what George would say. (laughs) Neither does R2-D2. And as always, I'm your plucky sidekick, Donnie, and this is episode 41, Music Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Boogaloo. Boogaloo. That title pleases me. Uh, Well, anytime anytime you have something part two, it has to be Electric Boogaloo. Is this the first time we've named the episode before we actually recorded? I believe so. That's fair. I condone this. (laughs) Are we gonna try? It? Well, next week. Next week's a very special episode <gasps> of Blossom. Oh man! <laughs> next week's episode forty-two: Life, the Universe, and yeah. everything. Everything. So make sure you bring a towel. Ooh. Anything else? And, or- and by the look on Katie's face, I can tell she's never read Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> no, <laughs> book is just terrifying. <laughs> I don't know what to do in any, any of those scenarios. <laughs> I would. I would not last twenty minutes. In the galaxy? No, not you're, at all. You're in the galaxy. No. <laughs> yeah, it's remarkably similar it's, to everyday life. It's terrifying. <laughs> Dude, you just need a towel. Every day is a crisis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> yeah, just a towel. That's all you need. And a banana. It's like I always tell Save it. Save it for next week. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a banana with you all the time now. I do. He got, it. He got tired of not getting banana stickers, so he went and got a patch for his battle vest with a banana. <laughs> I don't see the banana. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. It's like, like it's a little cutesy oh, so banana. Cute. You had to turn around to show me the banana stamp. <laughs> Looks good. I like it. Yep. I dig it. Boy, oh it's kind of quiet in here without George and Emily now. Which is funny because George rarely says anything anyway, so it doesn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> he just glows. He's still over in the corner yes. and glows. Yes. He's, he is unfortunately too sick to be here today. He came to work today and was like, Rawr. And made it a little ways and was going to go home and then come back for the podcast. And then he ended up staying a little bit later than he wanted to. Oh, man, that's rough. And then he was talking about going and seeing Ready Player One last night. And I was like, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come out last night? Yeah, or when? it premiered last night. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. I, uh, I heard a guy at work talking about it, and he was basically saying, like, I couldn't follow it. Really? Oh, yeah? Well, he was in his, I think, 60s, probably. Oh. So it was just a, like an assault upon his senses, I think. Well, I heard- So many colors! I don't know! I've heard- <laughs> like, to- Total spoiler, uh, They, I believe they replaced- There's a scene where there's, in the book, that revolves around the movie War Games. Mm-hmm. And Spielberg changed out the movie that it revolves around, and now it revolves around The Shining- that's an interesting change. Yeah. You go from the Whopper to Jack. Right? Everybody I know that's seen that and read the book, I need to ask, is that something that I need to read the book to understand? Because so I've seen actually, it like six times and I don't get it. The Shining? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're talking The Shining and not Ready Player One. Okay. No, what were you going to say, Donnie? I want to so, hear about Ready Player so One. So yeah. everybody <laughs> that has read the book that has saw the movie, I think... I think this is one of those rare instances that you should see the movie first if you haven't read the book mm-hmm. and then go and read the book because there are enough differences that you'll enjoy the movie on its own as it as it is 
and then you go back and read the book and you'll actually enjoy the book more where usually you read the book and then the movie doesn't hold up to the hype. Mm-hmm. The differences that they make, I think the movie is it's one of those standalone things where you should see the movie if you haven't read the book. Mm-hmm. Everybody, back. everybody that I've talked to that went and saw it has said to me, basically, I loved it. But? Really, without the addendum, all the changes they made made sense right. at the end. Cool. I'm in. I I'm, I've been down. I knew it was going to be. It, there had to be you changes. Can't, you can't. From day one, if you read, if you've read that book, you look at it and go, "This unfilmable." Mm. Like, how could you make this happen? Just the license rights and to make it what it is. So you got to dig in, get the heart of it, and make it something else, or at least you know to get the the special parts out. Right. Well, and this isn't the first time that Steven Spielberg has done something like that. I mean, if you look at Jurassic Park, if you go back to the book of Jurassic Park, spoilers mm. on it. 25-year-old movie. Right. Um, the book, the first book is basically the second movie. I mean, mm-hmm. there's... there's Mostly. Uh, kinda, uh, yeah. A lot of the set pieces, a lot of yeah. the action set pieces weren't in the first movie as far as the way that they have them laid out. Well, so it's funny that you mentioned that because my favorite scene in Jurassic Park, the book, is Grant and the kids end up in the river ride. And they're oh, on the river the birds. And, and the T-Rex comes down into oh. the water and starts following them in the water mm-hmm. using his tail like an alligator, like swimming down the river. And that was such, like, a, you know, I was 10 or 11 when that book came out. Like, that was a mind-blowing thing to me to think about this huge beast mm-hmm. yeah, getting in the water and pulling this giant crocodile well, thing. Well, yeah, and that scene didn't show up till what, the third movie? Till the third movie. And when, the, and when the Spinosaur does it in the third movie, I was ecstatic. Yeah, because I was like, I finally got to see this scene that I wanted. It's like it's like a uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Mm. Oh, that's a good movie for me. Just this personal, you know, the very first comic book that I remember getting as a kid. I was seven years old, and I had just been pushed off of a bunk bed, like got this massive scar on the side of my head. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I had landed on a Fisher Price barnyard set. <laughs> And oh. it, yeah, it made it made that noise. <laughs> it haunts him to this to day. To this day. <laughs> but I got I got a bunch of stitches in my head and you know, like I I'm I was concussed and all messed up and I was staying at my sister's house and she was trying to be nice and brought me a comic book. And the first comic book I ever got was an Iron Man comic in which he fought Hulk in the Hulk Buster armor. Oh nice. Yeah. So seeing that in the Avengers Age of Ultron, what th- 20 uh, some odd years later I was like <gasps> like it blew my mind to actually see it see it so I dig when those moments happen in, in movies yeah. that's pretty fantastic yeah I was <laughs> I just I really appreciated James Spader's performance as Ultron it, oh, think yeah. about that like the last time I watched that movie I quit like right after he came back or you know whatever Ultron animates or whatever and there's that whole moment and I was just so impressed by the whole like Pinocchio-esque you know kind of yeah. wobbly just the animation and everything and his delivery was oh, so good I, I, I gave up at that point I'm like the rest of this isn't going to meet up to the rest of the <laughs> See, I think Spader's second career his is it shadows his his younger years honestly mm-hmm. Blacklist Age of Ultron he's got the voice for it he's just yeah. pure evil I still like the secretary I'm I'm not familiar with that one Really? Hmm. Look it up. Mrs. I'm not Spader? Gonna, I'm, yeah, James Spader and uh Girl Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Maggie? Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Girl Jake Gyllenhaal, are you serious? We all knew. <laughs> they That's knew right. immediately what I was talking about. <laughs> oh my god. But I like that. I like him. I really like him in Two Days in the Valley, which had an it, awesome soundtrack. It did. Let's I, talk I, about music. Nice. <laughs> Butter smooth. Right? Isn't that horrible? Mm-hmm. So here's the the thing was Donnie and I were talking after the after last week's podcast about we were talking about music genres and stuff. And we all kind of hit on one thing. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up, and we never really got back to talking about it, was, for me, was nerdcore. The the genre of nerdcore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how I kind of, it kind of gave birth to this, around the time of all this popping off, when, when nerd culture was starting to become cool again, there was this really not cool form of music. <laughs> Go ahead. Say it. <laughs> so you just said something. Uh, you said nerd culture is cool. Well, it, it it had its chic moment is what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Me and you had an argument, I'm going to say two years ago. Probably. About how nerd is the new chic. It's the new cool thing. You're like, no, nerds are still ostracized. Nerds suck, blah, blah, blah. We're terrible. And I was like pointing out at the time. No, you're right. You're right. I, I, I just wanted to, I wanted it known I, that you finally admitted. <laughs> I will give you the post facto. Yes, you were right. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> Feels good. Now. I have a feeling. Like, that dude, I was that, so mad after that conversation. <laughs> I have a way of digging into arguments with Donnie just to dig into arguments with Donnie. And vice versa. <laughs> That's fair enough. We, we'll just decide that we've... We, we'll be talking about something and discussing our our exact same opinion of it. Yeah. And then play devil's advocate for a second and end up arguing for a month. <laughs> when we're neither one really that invested in no. what was happening to begin with. The bottom line, you guys still agree, but I just want to yell at you for for an hour. Basically. Well, it's That's like, how we honed our chops. It's verbal sparring. Yeah. It's, it's what we do, Katie. Yeah. Only you guys do it with gifts. Bozo. <laughs> I just wonder. Every time that. you do that joke, there's a there's a David Tell joke that I'm not going to say here. <laughs> she's going to pro- kill me one of these days. When I oh, do God. repeat this joke, she's going to kill both of us. So, just so you know, go look for David Tell. Oh, I don't get it? Okay, fine. <laughs> so, nerdcore. Nerdcore. So, no, when... when it is a genre of music that I fell in absolute love with the moment I heard it. Where do you draw the line from? Because huh. you mentioned Donnie earlier, I think today, uh, Weird Al mm-hmm. has a new album. Right. And I think a lot of his stuff, if it weren't spoof or you know based on other music, if it were stylistically different, you could probably consider it nerdcore. Oh, it absolutely oh, yeah. is. Yeah. It, it absolutely and, and is. Honestly, most nerdcore rappers consider him the grandfather of nerdcore hip-hop yeah because you know he does a lot of his own original stuff too and it's, it's pretty nerdy i mean heck his biggest hit is white and nerdy yeah but yeah <laughs> i was always a fan of everything you know is wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i, I love, so he just was on fallon a couple weeks ago uh and he's he's doing what he he it's the greatest thing the internet's an amazing thing to have happened to weird al yeah because now he can hit on stuff while it's hot Mm-hmm. Yeah, and put stuff out without having to wait to make an entire album. Yeah, and he can just kind of drop a to song it. while it's relevant. Well, yeah, that's oh like God. the Hamilton thing that came out not that's, too long ago. So that's yeah. it. That's what I was about to talk about. He was on Fallon with, with Lin Manuel Miranda, and they did the the Hamilton polka together. 
<laughs> did any of you see that uh, video that he did that was kind of putting himself in that whip in Whiplash? Have any of you seen Whiplash? The roller derby movie? No, no, the drum movie. No, no, the villain in Iron Man 2. Oh, my God. Mickey what are, Rourke. What are we talking about? Wh- which Whiplash? There's lots of Whiplash. Did he have Whiplash a tiny puppy? is the drumming movie. Yeah, the drum movie with uh, uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. It's the movie about this like drummer that's wanting to be classically trained, and this guy basically just goes tear, t- uh, toddlers and Tierra's mom on him and just like absolutely psychologically breaks this dude in order to make him this amazing drummer. Mr. Holland's opus. Okay, continue. <laughs> but nobody cares about drummers. Damn, dude. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> That's true, so, Travis. No, but Weird Al, like... <laughs> As the drummer in the group. <laughs> nobody talks about nobody me. Nobody talks about me. Uh, it's okay, I'll load the equipment. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at least I'm not the bassist. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> no. Zing. The no. forgotten member. <laughs> no, but Weird Al, like, put himself into it, and he's like, okay, so, like, do a drum. I don't know any drum terminology, but, like, do this. Hit the thing. Hit the thing. Right. And then, like, J.K. Simmons, bang. he's like... I did what you told me to do. And he's like, I'm not sure why you're so angry right now. I don't know what's going on. And then J.K. Simmons in the scene, spoilers, throws a chair at the guy. And he goes, do you have any idea why you, why I just threw a chair at your head? He's like, honestly, no. I have no idea. I'm very confused. Percussion. It's the funniest thing. Oh, concussion. How old <laughs> is Weird Al? He's How old are you? Everybody I, everybody I I'm ask. I'm 31. Okay. Barely. Weird Al is a specter. I believe he's 56. He's, uh, he's mid-50s. That dude looks amazing for his... Is his hair still real, do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like attached? The, 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 the smartest thing he ever did was shave the mustache. That made him yeah. look 20 years younger. I disagree. No, maybe maybe <laughs> it, not. It, it took a little getting used to, but it, it was kind of like Alex Trebek when he shaved his mustache. It was right <gasps> around was, the same time. It was. It was due, though. No. I think God. they're the same person. No. I think you're right. I and think we've stumbled on Honestly, I think no. Weird Al... It was best when he grew his hair back and got it curly again. Because remember, he went really short and chopped it there for a while. Yeah. You know, I back to the nerdcore thing. Mm-hmm. Not to, not to mm-hmm. take this too far off topic, but uh, well, to get us back on topic. Bong. Um, <laughs> word. <laughs> um, I I have a hard time because I, I subscribe to Spotify, uh-huh. and every week they I like Spotify because they serve up music that I like for the mm-hmm. most part. Like right. every you know they have their their new music. your weekly mix and right stuff all like that, that stuff. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, that whatever algorithm they use tends to supply the sorts of things I like. And there is quite a bit of nerdcore stuff on there. But part of the problem is I listen um, mobily, and mm-hmm. so I don't have the opportunity to check artists. Oh, and see who it is that you're hearing. Right, yeah. right. And I've also noticed that there seems to be a lot of sharing of talent in the music industry these days. Have you guys noticed what that with... Um, I, I ha- Obviously, I can't pick it up quite as much with instruments, you know. Right. Um, but there are a lot of times where vocalists, I'll see, uh, you know, when I do check, it's like, this vocalist sounds a lot like that vocalist yeah. from this other band. And lo and behold, it's the same group. Right. He's just farming himself out. To yeah. Well, it's, There's a lot of collaborations. So, yeah. With, yeah, with Nerdcore, it's a lot like the rap game where you've got people featuring, guest, bo- featuring guest spotting on. Um, Beefy recently said that Grammar Club had uh, uh, Frontalot was doing a special, wasn't yep. he? Yep. Or was it they did a, They did, they did a song with Frontalot. Yeah, it was Frontalot. But there's a lot of crossover with that, and especially with a genre as, as narrow as nerdcore, mm-hmm. you're going to have a lot of people get excited to work together. Well, it's really funny. Yeah. We were just talking about MC Lars this morning because we were talking about the... the uh, oh, Katie had said the, the pop 
you sent a picture of the Parzival Pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, player one, yeah. And we were talking about how it was a Hot Topics exclusive. Yeah. And then I said, Hot Topics is not punk rock, which is an MC Lars song. Yeah. And Robert brought up the fact that he's heard that song in Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought up the fact that last time I saw MC Lars, I told him that I had heard that song in Hot Topic. <laughs> and he was, he was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, he's, no. He's the one that does a lot of the Edgar Allan Poe stuff, right? Yeah, he's okay. got a PhD in uh, 19th century literature. Yeah. yeah. And he's... Uh, it's I, a narrow market. <laughs> exactly. It's, Dude knows his stuff, though, and oh. he and he can rap it like nobody's business. Oh, that's pretty fun. Him him rapping Hervin Melville is pretty dope. you got to listen to some MC I Lars. I have to hear this song. Yeah, listen to some MC Lars. Moby Dick's one of my favorites. But he does this song, and I brought it up to Robert, which it was funny, is he does this song called uh, This Gigantic Robot Kills. I know that song. Okay. It's on one of my playlists. It's about mm-hmm. it's a, it's about 90s ska, mm-hmm. and, but it's also about a guy named Billy who builds a robot to kill all the emo bands. Yep. And bring back third wave ska. Is it just me or is the dude from the Aquabats in that song? Too? So he exactly that's okay. that's the whole reason I brought it up was you were talking about featuring his uh, MC Bat Commander. It right. does, sings the vocals on that song. Man, the Aquabats. Did you ever see? Um, oh, what was the super show that they Aquabats had? Super Show? Oh, is that what it was called? Yeah, uh, yeah. it was oh. the greatest show for kids that really wasn't meant for kids. I loved that. Show. I loved every episode of that, that show. Yo Gabba Gabba. I was. 100% behind. Which is which is also them. But yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody pause for a moment. Wow. While <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little amazing. bummed we don't have any Yo Gabba Gabba sound effects on I'm the board. Glad I, that I know, I need, I need Burger Rain on here. <laughs> Burger Rain! <laughs> the amount of times that Jack Black has been on that show is startling to me. On... Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. That episode and the Weird Al episode are two of my all-time favorites. Oh, I don't know God. if I've seen the Weird Al one. That's he uh, right, he plays a circus, circus conductor. Yeah, yeah, the Day at the Circus. It's one of my favorite episodes. I'm going to have to look yeah. this up. We, uh, we, our kids were right in the crux of when that was a thing. Yeah. It and was so, day and night Gabba for that. <laughs> it was Gabba and, and Fresh, Fresh Beat, Beat Band. Band. And that's all we watched until they went to bed. And we started like, okay, it's 4 p.m., time to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) The sun's going down, kids. Can't look at DJ Lance Rock anymore. (laughs) Which that guy does not look his age. He's No, he's like 95. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. He's he's like 60, I think. Yeah, he's in his 60s, but he's- You're kidding. No. No way. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That dude's rad, though. He's got a new solo project coming out. The Elijah Daniel episode, or Elijah Daniel, oh my God, Elijah Wood episode (laughs) of- Dude, that dance creeps me out. Dude, it's like a fever dream. (laughs) Right? I can't watch that episode. My nephews love it, and I can't. I, I can't. You know what we're talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Everybody, if you have no idea what we're talking about, look up Elijah Wood on Yo Gabba Gabba. It's the creepiest thing you'll ever see. What was the name of the dance? I don't want to know. I could tell. Oh, I can I, see his bell guys just in the. <laughs> yeah, he has that same look that he had at like the. Oh, which Lord of the Rings like, was it where he'd been stabbed and poisoned and he just looked oh. like he was dead? <laughs> yeah, <so> I, that's <laughs> a, terrifying. He looked like he just spent the night hanging out with Jack Osborne or Sheila. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably did. That's that's the that other the right Osborne. Spider. Oh. <laughs> 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 Kelly, Kelly Osborne. Oh, that one. <laughs> I miss you, George. 
It's okay. We'll get there. How did we get down that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I ruined everything. It got really weird in here. <laughs> the first time I ever was exposed, knowingly exposed to nerdcore ever. Was when they were here? Was then when they were here. <laughs> Donnie, put your pants back on. Shut up, Donnie. Good Lord. Anyways. Put the kilt down. <laughs> so, was when they were here, and it was the first time I had ever heard such vulgarity in the cafe and i was so <laughs> pleasantly surprised that's that's death star oh those guys god are rad. it yep. was yeah so piper good. was uh, pretty pleased too yeah <laughs> was she or was she like <laughs> she, shocked? She travis's 13 year old daughter was there and her face was the color of my hair it was absolutely that hysterical is that oh is my god no we got a previous joke <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, nerdcore is cool. It kind of it kind of hit hard for me because I I just met Beefy, and so there was like local yeah stuff that was happening, and he was one of the bigger names in the genre, so that was really cool, and it was fun to follow. But it was just cool to hear people singing about the stuff you care about. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like I like gangster rap all day long, but I'm not. Yeah, you're you know. not the audience that they're focusing on. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> I like to think that if the Wu Tang knew how big of a fan I was, they'd be like, "Oh, Jesus, God, <laughs> oh, God, back, why?" Back. <laughs> just, just buy this album and go over there. I, uh, I went to. Like, well, at least he's not the Scarelli guy. There, I, there was a time back before I was married to Mister from the podcast where I was dating a sir that um, was. It was it was like he resembled Larry the Cable Guy. I'm gonna hit you. No, I swear <laughs> to God. So, In like the sleeve department or which all of which it, factor? just all of it. It was it was not a it was a dark time. Okay, um, and we went what. to we went to an Avenged Sevenfold concert, and there was a band that was opening, and I honestly don't remember, but I really really liked them. I obviously didn't like them that much. Hollywood Undead. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Shut up! I like that. <laughs> I don't remember, but anyways, um, my boyfriend at the time went and like bought a CD while I was in the bathroom, and he's like, hey, my girlfriend's a really big fan of yours, can I like get it signed? And the guy just looks at him up and down and goes, are you a fan? <laughs> <laughs> and he's That's like, really yeah, response. sure. That is a really good response. That's fantastic. He just like, looks at him and is like, are you? He's like, God, I hope not. Oh no! I it was a dark time in Katie's life. So this was Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And what, how much plaid was involved in this guy's wardrobe? Oh, did did no. he scream "Get her done" to to the band? I, no. <laughs> no. So I guess that dude, uh, the the Larry the Cable Guy, I performed in. Uh huh. He's nothing. What you? He's he, not all an act. And and he's one of the funniest humans on the planet when he's not that guy. I can't stand that humor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it drives me up a wall. Yeah. Just uh, any affected Southern accent goes right to my spine and makes me want to commit murder. I hate it. I will remember that fact. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand it. Half my family speaks with a Southern accent. I'm like, you're from Wenatchee. (laughs) (laughs) I was. Most of the people we grew up with. I was going to say, why is that? When you grow up in Finley, you automatically have a Southern accent. It never made any sense to me. That's a big thing in Idaho, too. Yeah, Washington. Washington. Is it just the you saw some of proper pronunciation. I think so. It's very, it's very wolfs down by the creek. W- wolfs, wolfs, wolfs down yeah. by the creek. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Sorry, I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was intentional or not. No, it's a oh, dialect. Okay. Right. I swear to God, I it's I jarring. It was just all the goats and meth. <laughs> well, yeah, you lose that many teeth, you just kind of start talking Do a little have bit any like listeners this. In Finley? <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> it's okay. They live in Travis's half the house. population. <laughs> oh no. We're sorry, Finley. No, we're not. No, we're, not. <laughs> we're from there. And we're glad to be gone. Nerdcore. I miss Hover Dam. <laughs> Let's talk Finley for a second. You know, how talk about how do you miss a dam that was gone before you were <laughs> no, no, born? No, no. I miss. Okay, ho- what is it? Hover Dam Road, where you could go back out and go shooting. Yeah, right. Right. Hover, and yeah. then they shut all that down after the dude got hit on the ATV. Yep. Oh man, yep. I had some. I had some good memories back in high school going back out there shooting. We had a lot of weird memories out there. I got <laughs> shot out there <laughs> by my father. Well, Mark's wife did too, right? By Donnie's father? <laughs> no, not not by. <laughs> but like in her house, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me the story sometime, Donnie. Not right that's now. A story but... for another time. <laughs> Donnie, you're the new Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Speaking of which, Greg hit me up today. Oh yeah. He's got a he's got a friend that worked on uh, Ready Player One. Oh nice. And oh. was gonna try and put Excellent. us put us in contact with said fellow. That'd be fantastic. Are you showing off scars? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like I'm not laughing because so, I'm full. So it's shot, funny. I'm laughing because my dad it's shot up. you. Yeah, well, your dad shot me. You guys have both been shot. <laughs> well, his, 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 his dad almost rocket. shot me too. All right, guys, here's what we're doing. After is it the like podcast. they talk we're about? Go out in the alley. <laughs> one of you guys is going to shoot me because I got to have one. Too. Yeah, me too. All right, it, we got to jump you into this the is game. Weird. <laughs> this is getting weird. Is it like they talk about in the music videos? No. Okay. What? There's a lot more blood. <laughs> Donnie is fifty cent. I'm really? Like, I'm like a quarter with you know twelve cents left over. <laughs> now, <laughs> can I buy some stock and vitamin water? Sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> Calm down, turtle. Um, that was my entourage reference for the night. <laughs> Good job sneaking out in there. <laughs> Rude. Anyways. Does anybody have any good news from I, the week? I, well, we I've do. got news. I wouldn't call it good, but well, we've got I, some nerd honestly, news. Does it have to do with the uh, two Fs? We've got a couple of those. Fatal frame. No, no, no. We'll and start. We'll start with the I one know. that that my wife really wants us to hit on. There's a rumor out there that um, Star Wars is looking to recast Meryl Streep nope. as Leia. Nope. Shut no. the f- up. That, well, basically, no. so the the seventh movie focused on Han. The eighth movie focused on Luke. The ninth movie is supposed, supposed to, to s- supposed to be primarily about Princess Leia. They are talking about not bothering to rewrite it and just recast Meryl Streep as Princess Leia. No, I won't watch it. No, nobody will. Now, I, now, and I like Meryl Streep, yeah, but I will I, not I have watch no problems with Meryl Streep. But now think about the fan outrage over the last movie over every stupid little thing. Yeah, this is major. This is this, a bad yeah. plan. This isn't second Becky from Roseanne, where you're not supposed to notice. <laughs> <laughs> Well oh, this is God. Valerie's family where Sandy oh, Duncan showed up and you're for like, no reason. What yeah. the? Yeah. So yeah. Hogan's family? It went from yeah, Valerie's, Valerie's family to, to Hogan's, Hogan's family. family. And if, it, so if Sandy they, Duncan had a glass eye. Yes, she did. <laughs> I think she still does. In God's name are we talking about. So, <laughs> that was the, the rabbit hole as quick as we could go. If they really, 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 really wanted to do that, they what they honestly should do is go... Young Princess Leia. 
I mean, I get that young Princess Leia was also Carrie Fisher, but how they did with Han Solo. But no, we're just going to bring no, on no, our no, own. So you can't do that and oh. continue the storyline. No, let's, no yeah, not just, continuing the storyline. We're, we're missing the obvious one here. What did they show off in the last movie? They showed off a near damn pitch perfect Peter Cushing as Grand Moff Tarkin. In, in, in Rogue One. I'm sorry. Okay. Rogue yeah, One. yeah, yeah. I know. What but you're they showed that off. There's no reason that they couldn't do that again, provided they had clearance from the Fisher estate. And I know. Well, and then they tried. So he was. He was. Yeah. So the, the Peter Cushing one though was more showing him as a hologram using existing voiceover work that was done. So you this, can sound alike. This being a primary character, and it's more action scene. I, I don't see how they could pull this off. Well, if off it's more action convincing. scene, half of her performance would be digital anyway. That's true. Mm. I mean, see, I honestly, when when she did the whole force thing and forced her way back into the ship at the well, end, that was all CG. I'm I'm saying they should have <laughs> that. That was the prime opportunity for them to have her exit gracefully out of the series, right? But okay, Rude, okay, but it would have been really poor form. While I get that, and while I do agree, and that was my initial reaction to that scene as well, is. Well, here we are. We have the old, you know, you've got this really iconic moment where Kylo, who's just, spoilers, killed Han Solo in the last movie. I think mm-hmm. we're well no, no, I, I know. spoiler territory. I'm just being point. fair. <laughs> Everyone dies in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially now that the Game of Thrones guys got their hands on it. A long, long anyway, time ago. Um, here's this opportunity where Kylo flies in and can't pull the trigger. And his two henchmen pull the trigger and take her out anyway, right? So you could have had this really iconic moment for Kylo's character. Wait, mm-hmm. are you suggesting that she gets blasted after she gets like sucked out into space, or is that like the no, moment? No, no, that's oh, okay. the moment. He he saying. goes to he goes to hit the trigger and he can't do it. He can't I thought kill you were saying mom. that like she got sucked yeah. out into space and oh, and then they hit her, no, and then no. they shot her again. No, <laughs> oh, but terrible. I'm saying you have this iconic moment of her getting right. Okay. Gotcha. I'm with you. So I'm with you. So you've got that, but then you're also robbing us of this Ryan Johnson had already had this moment with Luke and Leia at the end, which I don't care what you think of that movie. That is a satisfying moment in movie history. Like the Luke and Leia scene at the end of last Jedi is dope. That scene is, they just hit. It's powerful. And I, I would rather have them have to figure out what to do going forward than not have that scene. Which they would have not had had they killed her at the moment. Right. Yeah. Now that's a really Personal tough decision. Opinion. Yeah, well, it is. And you can't plan for all of life's little contingencies like right. that, which is unfortunate. I'm just bummed that they have her daughter already in the movies because they could have just wheeled her in and put her in old makeup. Honestly, yeah. that's that's what I think I would have done. <laughs> but she's already a character rocking the buns. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to touch that one. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. It's one of my favorite moves. Just go easy over there, squirrely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best use of that yet. Yes. I already missed the chance to use the other one. You You said it, and I, I was doing. I was looking at something else. So, in other news, um, John Cena officially signed on to play Duke Nukem. No. Yes. No. Yeah. No, it's a fact. Yeah. I'm. 
as mad about that as I am about Meryl Streep. I'm so Why? happy about it. I'm entirely pleased about this. I can't I just, see anybody else playing that character. Oh, I, I agree, actually. I was I was a little no. irritated with it to begin with. But that dude's actually starting to get a really good sense of humor about himself, yeah, and I think no. that'll be fun. Well, I think to be a wrestler, you kind of have to have, or yeah. at least to be one of the big wrestlers, you have to You'd understand. You'd be surprised John Cena's a really bad person. I don't care <laughs> at all. He's, he wears jean shorts, you're right. So, <laughs> so is Steve Austin. They uh, all yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. You don't. No, hey. No. I'm sad about you that You can't one. talk about Dwayne Johnson that way. He gave oh, up the rock title. Fair. Yeah. He fair. Fair. Speaking of which, do anybody see Jumanji? No, 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 the the second one. It was amazing. Really? Lincoln has made me watch it four times now. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it holds up on its own. This is the one where they had the video game characters, right? right? Yeah. And and, and honestly, they tie in Robin Williams in a nice little tribute. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't expect that It's a nice tribute to him. But it's a fun movie from beginning to end, so... Cool. Kudos for not screwing up my childhood. I was actually okay with Zardoz, too. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know if it was the same producers that, or not. Yeah, I didn't like oh, Zach Shepard in that. Was it Zardoz? I did. Was that did you? I liked Axe. I, I, yeah, I liked that movie. Is that Zathura? Zathura. Oh, Zathura. Yeah, yeah that one's is, really good. Yeah. The one with Sean Connery and the guns. The, and the, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> the red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Different movie. And there's the Freudian <laughs> slip of the night. <laughs> when it comes to reboots <laughs> and stuff like that, there are ones that are that we like get mad about like no they changed this thing and i don't like it but i feel like sometimes you kind of have to take a step back like jumanji's not an epic no no like I, and i was probably eight years old when jumanji came out that was one of my favorite movies but like i you gotta gotta take a pick your battles when yeah, it comes to them i definitely. agree I had, I had an interesting realization today hmm. that both captain america and captain marvel are part of the seven evil exes of ramona flowers <gasps> yes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I that means Captain Adam, yeah, and Superman. Also, oh, he was the bass player for the chicks' band. No, he was their ex too, wasn't he? No, he was the, the vegan no, superpower. Yeah. The vegan wasn't, was he? No, Being the vegan. No, she it. was hurt. Oh, Why are we having this discussion? <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> that's a great movie, though. Yeah, it was. I have hands down. Yeah, Being vegan absolutely. automatically makes you better than most people. Well, that's that. That movie actually makes me more disappointed that Edgar Wright didn't wind up doing Ant Man. Oh my god, I wanted that so me bad. Me too. I I'd love to have seen what he could have done with that movie. The, it was a good movie. I you, love Ant Man. Did anybody see Baby Driver? I did. What'd you think? What'd you think? It was okay. I liked the soundtrack. The movie itself. It. It. it I don't know. I wanted. I wanted a good heist movie, and it wasn't yeah. that. So we, we, we go ahead. No. Sorry. Um. I really feel like that's one of those movies that I get suckered into where the trailer looks amazing. Right, exactly. The trailer brings you in and then the movie is just kind of, it was eh, okay. Yeah. It, it, the movie wasn't it, really cohesive. It it yeah. looked a little Guy Ritchie to me, which it, makes it, me uh-huh. really want to see it. Because you know how I feel about right. Guy Ritchie. It, 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 it does have that, that feel to it, but it... I don't, I don't guy out like I don't. Uh, you used to. Yeah, I no no guy Ritchie's. <laughs> it, that's what I'm saying is those those are the guy movies that are like that's what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a big, you know, whatever modern war movie Black Hawk Down dude, but I'll I'll watch Guy Ritchie heist movies all day yeah. long. How about some Jarhead? Nope. <laughs> nope. So, so Krypton so, aired oh. this week. Oh, yeah? It did. It did. What? How? So <laughs> it must have been, must have been it, good. It, <laughs> so, 
for a sci-fi movie or a sci-fi television show, it's got a really good sci-fi feel to it. My only beef with the whole thing was they introduced time travel within the first five minutes of the show. Oh. From, from modern day Superman time back to his grandfather on Krypton, which if you've got to introduce time travel in the first five minutes of a show, it's going to be a mess by the end of the season. Yeah. But as, as a standalone sci-fi show, it had a lot of potential to it. I like the look of it. Yeah. I like the feel of it. It just... They're going to screw it up with time travel. I just, I know that's going to happen. I have a question, yes. and we've brought this up on the group chat. Mm-hmm. Why do Kryptonians have English accents? I was going to, I was going to bring that up. So every Nazis single one. Do. Well, it's funny. They don't know. <laughs> so the, the time travel aspect, and it's got. Ground. Oh, I'm sorry. Adam Strange comes back. Yeah. And he's he's lurking in a bar, basically. He's you know mm-hmm. following uh, Superman's grandfather around, and he's wearing a Detroit Tigers hat. And my brother looks over at me. He's like. Is that Kryptonian wearing a Detroit Tigers hat? <laughs> <laughs> and he's the only guy in the entire planet that doesn't have an English accent. So, hmm. why do they have that? I, I guess it was filmed overseas. Oh, so it's because uh, it, yeah, it's because in the zeitgeist of American culture, we right. have always held imperialistic values as British. Right. So anytime you have somebody in control of something. Yeah. It just automatically has a British accent. Yeah. Like and, we imply it in our brains. And Krypton basically is is ruled on a caste system <laughs> where, you know, you've got to have a royal title and all this. So yeah. maybe they're trying to subliminally tell us uh, this is all British rule and well, I, I think it's I think we've oh, never really man. gotten over the fact that we think there are betters or the, we think they think there are betters. Right. The pilgrims were Superman. Somebody hit me. <laughs> Throw something at me. Is this just like a super shady <laughs> TV show about how the English stuff? I was just waiting for you to break into a whole segment on how to get resin out of your bong. <laughs> <laughs> so in other news, uh, Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants movie have been delayed till at least 2019, which me and Katie have been kind of talking about the Dark Phoenix movie, and we're yeah. starting to get a little worried that there hasn't been anything about this movie put out yet no stills no anything i'm thinking and it it dawned on me today that maybe fox finally learned their lesson with age of apocalypse and they didn't want to release something way too early and all the fans go he's purple Meh. Eh, exactly. And honestly, (laughs) i still haven't watched like the last three x-men movies i saw first class I like yeah. first class. I've seen most, I think all of them, yeah. I haven't seen Age of Apocalypse. Don't, it's, it's bad. Uh, you can miss that one. Well, it's I, really bad. The, mm, Psylocke, Olivia Munn, I want to watch it, <gasps> I can't bring myself to watch no. it. No, <laughs> I I was so excited for Age of Apocalypse because Mohawk Storm and Psylocke, dope. No, they ruin it. They absolutely destroy it. I love Olivia Munn. Yeah, Me she, too. She, she had the look down. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, she she looked great in it. Okay. Yeah, no, that's about it. <laughs> I think when it comes to Dark Phoenix Saga, because that is arguably one of the biggest moments in comic book history ever, and it has been done in comics so many times, I'm going to have a rift. I don't like Jean Grey anyway, but it, it is one of the biggest... You don't like Jean Grey? Oh, really? That's such a big surprise. No. Revelation. <laughs> but that is arguably the biggest story in X-Men ever. It That's, is. It's the most iconic one that people know. So for it to be, for them to do a movie of it, they're going to be like, extre- Hi. are you good? 
Are you good over there? The, it's going to stop it. You're very distracting. No, it's I'm they're going to be hard pressed to do it right, honestly. In order to make that translation from it, it's, comics it's to it's movies, too it's going to be epic of a storyline yeah. to cram into a 2-hour movie. Yeah. It's I don't see any way of being able to do the Phoenix Saga properly in a movie. Yeah. This is a series if anything to be able to do it right. You yeah. just yeah, I agree. If you're going to bring on like the Hellfire Club and Madeline Pryor no. and all that stuff, which you don't necessarily have to. No. But to do it right, you kind of do. Can we talk about Marvel's other big news? Sure. So this week, it looks like sometime, was it midsummer? Fantastic Four is finally returning to the Marvel Universe. Really? They're starting, they're starting in the two-in-ones, which are running right now, but the full team will be back in their own ongoing. Can we do something other than an origin story this time? Well, I, I think they're just going to just show back up like they're... Like nothing, yeah. like nothing <laughs> well, ever happened. So, so Ben Grimm has been, he's been with the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy for the last year or two, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he never really disappeared. And I think Johnny Storm was back too. But but, uh, but Sue and... Sue and, and, and Reed have been... Gone. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that that's who was doing the two-in-ones, right? It's uh, Johnny Storm and the yeah. thing. And the thing. Wasn't yeah. it... Wasn't... Uh, Right after the Doctor Doom World story, those two just disappeared from the entire universe? Yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah. they've been gone for two years, and that, two and a half years? I think that gives us a decent segue into a George-less comic corner. I feel like uh, that wasn't so good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> no, I mean, just like I think I handled it poorly. So I'm jumping. I'm I'm jumping the gun here and just jumping out with the one thing that I'm super stoked on from this week. Can I just keep it going in the background? Yeah, just <laughs> just keep it. I think we ought to do that every time. Yeah. Little, little xylophone in the back. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's so oh, yeah. pleasant. Um, a comic that uh, we're seven issues deep in now, but I truly love. The first five were collected in a trade this week, and it's a comic called The Realm by uh, Seth Peck and uh, Jeremy Hahn. Um, it is post-apocalyptic D&D. It's Ooh. absolutely fantastic. A rift opens and orcs and goblins and all kinds of D&D creatures spill out, causing mass hysteria and the world collapses and there's bands of humans everywhere. And so you get Mad Max and D&D in one beautiful little thing. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. If you haven't read it, uh, there's some there's some really cool stuff. There's a great write-up on the back from Jeff Lemire, who does Royal City. Um, says the, the realm is like Dungeons & Dragons colliding with a really great post-apocalyptic survival story. Mashup fever. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like Cormac McCarthy and The Stand oh, meet dude. D&D. And yeah. so it's, it's pretty fantastic if you haven't had a chance to read it. You brought up a stack too, didn't you? All right, Katie brought up a stack, but I did actually—I actually read some comics. Shut up. up! Me too. I—I I had a like more than a couple minutes to myself this week. How's the how's the <laughs> new new um, hidey hole cave working out for you? It's it's going it's it's getting there. Right on. I I, I got a Roku out there with a <laughs> with this gigantic projection TV. <laughs> <laughs> That you so. just watch YouTube on? 
Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) But I read a bunch of Wormwood. Oh, the Chronicles of Wormwood Collected came out, didn't it? Uh, there was or the uh, gentleman. Yeah, gentleman. somebody. Yeah, somebody <laughs> traded in. Uh, no. Somebody had traded in an omnibus, so I was like, ah, I'm gonna take that home. Right on. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But metal number six finally came out to wrap up that whole. The salt was <laughs> real. Epic, <laughs> epic event. Did somebody just pull a bandaid off of you? What was that? <laughs> so, Oof. if you haven't read it yet. Issue six just went totally off the rails. Like they had, there's a giant Joker dragon on the cover, dude. <laughs> it is I, such a mess by the end of that story. Before you, before you I, start, I Donnie, Before you start, can I just say this is absolute? Before we get into all of the salt and the negativity, this is Greg Capullo's finest work by far. Well, like I said, like I said to you earlier, the first three issues of this series were amazing yeah. storytelling. Then somebody dropped a lot of acid. And started throwing crap on the wall and said, that's a comic book. <laughs> By the end of this issue, there is so much stuff going on that makes no sense. Uh, yeah. There's so many loose ends. Like I said, it would have made it some amazing looking action figures. But other than that, issue six was a train wreck. And matter of fact, there's one point where Batman's riding a giant dro- Joker dragon and somebody looks up and goes... You know, that's not the strangest thing I've seen today. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those things where if this was a 20-issue series, this would have been one of the greatest series in comic I book agree. history they, ever. I was really hoping that this would be the next Blackest Night and there'd be a I huge wanted run it to of be, yeah. I wanted it to be. It, it looked amazing visually. This is some really great art. But the story is a train wreck at the end. But it, they, and the thing is, is they set it up the last two pages. They start setting up whatever this year's summer block. No justice. Yeah. Yeah. They start setting yeah. up for that. And it honestly it raised more questions than it answered by the end. There's a scene with the actual Joker. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense because now he knows who Batman is. Just, yeah. And they left stuff well, like that. At, at the beginning of Metal, he knows. Not, I thought he, he knew spoilers. he was Bruce. Spoilers, no, he, guys. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for that comic that came out six <laughs> months ago. Spoilers, Bruce say, Wayne is Batman. I'm just going to say spoilers on everything <laughs> now. Hey, Corey, check this milk out for me. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to start taking pictures of milk all the time and be like, hashtag spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> So I take it we're in Comics Corner? Yeah. yeah. Nah, Comics Corner, Travis. Did, did you read Metal? I did not. Oh. No, I read the first couple issues and fell off pretty hard because I just... See? Yeah. What else yeah. did you guys bring up? Well, I I would like to talk real quick about the last comic experience I had, which was... Um, the well, other two. Uh, one, Judas. Yeah. I finished, <gasps> finished that arc, or the story. Um, and quite honestly, and this doesn't happen often, but I was actually in tears by the end of it. So That's awesome. I was I was impressed by it. It's it, beautiful. It took some interesting turns, but you know you kind of know where that story's going. Wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, unless li- they pull an Inglorious Bastards, and you're like, wait, what? They what killed Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Spoilers. Um, yes. Oh, <laughs> bravo! <Bam>! Banana sticker. <laughs> Banana sticker. <laughs> Big time. Uh, and the other one was um, I don't think we talked about this last week, but. Um, Kirkman's Oblivion song. Oh yeah, yeah. which I only the first <laughs> issue's out, right? Right. Yeah. Damn you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the most evil maniacal laugh this I've ever guy. heard in my life. <laughs> I'm picking up the issue. 
Only thing he says to me is like, you're going to hate me later. Or what? No, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Is what you said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, pretty sure that was. What it was. <laughs> he goes, Matt Damon. Yeah. Do not oh, think. You, do not you, think of Matt Damon. God, oh no. Don't think of Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> he did that monster. to. He did that to me too. God. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Does that make you like it more or less thinking that now, Donnie? What? Knowing that, song. That, that everybody <laughs> in Oblivion song is Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> you read Oblivion Song. Did I? Was that the graphic novel? Yeah. No, it was a single issue. Well, we no. got a we got oh, an advanced read? reader. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to if you want to read ahead a little bit. Mm. So I wasn't I wasn't a fan of the comic. I, me and George, he was like vile and just angry <laughs> at me over that. He's like, you didn't like this. I didn't. Oh, he's obsessed with it. He blasphemed his Kirkman. Yeah, well, it, yeah. I'm. I am a huge Kirkman fan. I know you are. I know but you are. that for me, it was like DMZ with Cthulhu, and it it didn't do anything for me. Yes, I know. Yes, that's I, what it is, and I love it. I think the concept's interesting. It depends on what they wind up doing with it. I was actually, but you were you were a huge DMZ fan too. Where my all-time I was, favorite comic. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I I could take it or leave it. It wasn't that huge for me. And then you throw in some squiggly monsters that. You know, really don't have any form or shape or anything, and but I'm not getting the Matt Damon reference. Every character <laughs> in that, it's Matt Damon. Yeah, mainly the main guy. Yeah, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt <laughs> Damon. You don't like squiggly monsters? What, what, I. Uh, how do so, you feel about the thing? <gasps> no, no. Oh. Any Cthulhu-esque monster uh-huh. that's just vapor and tentacles, it, I don't really care for it. It's just I don't like that genre. Okay. And I know everybody else is big on it right now. It's a huge thing. It's just, it's not my cup of tea. As Corey sits here fondling our stretchy octopus. Stretchy puss. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's not, your, to you by it's not your Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Comics Corner, everybody. <laughs> um, what else came out? Oh, my God. I, George, I saw there was a new Crow comic downstairs. There is a there new Crow is. comic. It's actually uh, really good. There's, It's a really cool concept. It's, um, was it called Crow Magnon? What was it? Uh, what was it called? It's, it's about an altar boy that who Memento Mori. Oh, I yeah. Um, <laughs> it's about an altar boy, a new incarnation of the Crow. Um, it's about an altar boy whose entire church basically they're doing a whole like catholic parade thing and the entire church gets run over by a van just one just one it's a hell of a van it's a really big van was it the turtle van <laughs> the battle van <laughs> i like that you went there and i was like there are good folks on both sides <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's basically investigating and figuring out who would want to exact vengeance upon his church so it that was he the pope could- Oh, plot twist. <gasps> Spoilers. As far as I know, there are some inner workings among the church. This actually sounds like... It's it's very it's almost like political inner workings of the church. Is James Obar involved at all? I doubt it. I don't think so. I think he's out... Compl- I think he sold his interest in the crow and everything. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure. I don't know about that. I, Maybe. I want to say like a decade ago that happened. I remember reading something about he was... Either shared off his share of the company. Now I want to tweet him and be like, "Hey, man, what do you think of Jason <laughs> Momoa?" <coughs> By the way, this crow looks nothing like Jason Momoa. No, I should no. He's skinny and blonde. 
Tell me, you you know that they're all different incarnations, right? No, no, okay, I'm okay, aware of that. Okay. I'm saying this particular crow so looks nuts. It's is not it like going to be Black Parade era Gerard way. No, it's more like Biebery. Yeah. It's oh. very flippy. Oh. Yeah. I was I was kind of stoked on that idea. That would have been a really cool idea. No, it's more Biebery. Wayne, Wayne, be- full on Bieber eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, look, Wayne. <laughs> So we got any birthdays to look forward Let's to this 20 week? Take 20% to 25% off over there, Squirrely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, Donnie, we do. We, <laughs> we, have, uh, we have a number of birthdays. I'm going to start with um, my personal favorite on this list, which would be John Aston, who Ooh. I did not realize John Aston was still with us, but he'll be 88. That's Sean's dad, right? <laughs> was a joke. No. <laughs> it was a joke. Wait, isn't that Gomez? Gomez? I know. Yes. That, that no, was a yeah. joke. He's still with us? No. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't get indignant about the fact that the man's still alive. No, no. He he also played in a Street Fighter movie, right? He was no, that was, that was no, that's the Raul other. Julia. Raul Julia. That yeah. was the second okay. Gomez. This was the original uh, Gomez. Oh, 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 the oh, 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 the oh, Gomez the that was. Series one. I'm sorry. The no, Gomez right. that was the Riddler originally. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He yeah. was on oh, Batman. I didn't know that. Deep Cut Thursday. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Nailed it. You got to uh, get some Kevin Conroy in there. I know. Eventually, I'm going to get. I'm, I want to get all of them in there. Definitely. <laughs> uh, Christopher Lambert is 61. And can anyone there tell can me only be one. where that man's accent comes from? Because he sounds like he talks like this. French Canadian, isn't he? It, I don't know. He's always talking kind of a little like this, and you can't place where his accent. Comes Slightly from. Russian, but he's got like peanut it's butter weird. on the roof no, of his mouth. I think he's French Canadian. <laughs> it's more like stroke. I think. <laughs> now I gotta look. <laughs> Lucy Lawless turns fifty, yeah! along with Celine hey. Dion. Wait, Lucy Lawless and Celine Dion are both the same age? Exactly. <gasps> I don't know what the proper reverence is to show the holiness that is Lucy Lawless, but I'm showing it. Okay. I love her. Uh, if you could just sit back and do the, the tongue roll thing, I'll be I'm a impressed. big fan. I, I actually have a, a Spanish speech impediment. I can't roll my R's. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Eric Idle, 75. Yeah! Eric Clapton, 73, which was a little surprising to me. For some reason, I had Clapton pegged as um, younger for whatever reason. Me too. I don't know why. He's a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and Deanna Troy herself, Marina Sardis, is 63. We also have... <gasps> Adam Nimoy, son of Leonard Nimoy, got married over the weekend to Deep Space Nine star Carrie Farrell on Leonard Nimoy's 87th birthday. Wow! I wonder how he would feel about that. I think he'd, I think he'd appreciate that actually. Okay. So he, he's, he's American. He was born in New York, but he was raised in a French-speaking household. Ah, okay, uh-huh. that would explain it. So it's an American French accent. Hmm. Interesting. Christopher Lambert. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> For those of you just tuning in, as Greg liked to say all the time, like it was possible to do during a podcast. You hit the button and it went, the bar went too far. And now they're just talking. I miss Greg. <laughs> they're just talking. Just want to say hi to the guy who accidentally fast forwarded here. Hey, everybody. It's probably me. Hi, Corey. How you doing, bud? Yeah, or that, or it, this has happened to me a few times where you, you leave one, you've listened to most of it, and then you leave it at like 10 minutes to the end, and then it auto rolls to the next episode. Oh, and so yeah. And just cutting right in the middle. And then it drops back after the next, after you listen to that mm-hmm. one, and you listen to the last 10 minutes yeah, of the exactly. last episode. It gets real surreal. Podcasting sometimes. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> So real quick, I want to talk about some events in the store. Ooh. Coming up in the next few weeks, we have a bunch of author signings. Um, Sunday, um, April 8th, Aaron McCanton is coming. 
um, to sign books. She'll be at the front of the store signing a bunch of stuff. On the 19th, Jonathan Mayberry will be with us. He's doing. He's done a bunch of YA stuff, and he's part of the Cavalcade of Authors. Excellent. Yeah. He's actually, hopefully we're going to get him up here. Because oh, he's going to be here on Thursday, and so we we're going to try and get him the last half hour of his thing to be up here um, to talk about both his Rotten Ruin series and his stint writing Black Panther for Marvel. Nice. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, Richard was supposed to join us and never made his way up here, So, but we're going to go ahead and talk about Springfest. Springfest is coming up the 13th through the 16th of April, and that is Charity Pathfinder Plane. Nice. Um, they're marathon Pathfinder games, raising money for... Um, diabetes education. Mm-hmm. Yep, diabetes research and education. And we're providing prize support for that, so there's going to be a bunch of fun stuff there. And if um, you go to the Facebook page for Springfest, there is a link there. If you can't make it, you can still donate. Yeah, help out a good cause. And uh, and if you can, come down and throw some dice and have some fun with some people. It'll be cool. And, you know, help those of us who want to keep our toes. <laughs> Most of them. That's cold. It is cold. <laughs> love you, Justin. We love you, Justin. Uh Saturday, uh, April 21st, Pokemon pre-release. The next set of Pokemon is going to be out. Oh. Um, coming up. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon, did I read that Pokemon Go now has a storyline? Yes. Uh, so they, they have research goals that is popping up, including, as of today, one of your research goals is to track down and find Mew that evolves mm-hmm. into Mewtwo. Number 151. Mew also has a shiny. Oh. That they just released in it too. Is missing now going to be in there somewhere? Yep. Yay. <laughs> yep. So uh, Pokemon Go is getting really, really cool, and I can't log into my account. So oh, I no. hate all of you. <laughs> Jesus, man. It's not like I had anything to do with it. Not you guys. Oh, okay. It's just the people in Niantic. <laughs> and the audience. And no. Oh. I believe everyone at Niantic is required to listen to AU Radio. Yep. Obviously. Um, Saturday the 28th, we have tea and tarot night in the cafe. Ooh. Um, selection of tea, learn about tarot cards, all kinds of cool stuff going on there. Um, and then this Saturday, if you want to get your space battle on, there's an X-Wing tournament. Sweet. Easter X-Wing. Easter X-Wing. <laughs> well, Easter's on Sunday. But. Pa- Passover X-Wing? Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Not really well versed in the That's holidays. Okay. Don't worry about it. Too much. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. <laughs> you guys excited to? Get I know. Back. I just found out I had tomorrow off without even trying. I was like, "Hey, it's a religious holiday. You don't have to work." I'm like, oh, "What? Yeah, tomorrow's a holiday. Friday. Good Friday. Good yeah. Friday. Friday. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you gonna do with this extra day? I have it's like no a freaking leap year for you. I mean, yeah, I, you get a whole extra day." Thinking about you know making the kids skip school and we're gonna go out and do zany adventures and <gasps> oh wacky go, adventures go out and find Mew who <laughs> two <laughs> no are you guys excited to go back to your indulgences for Lent mm. <laughs> you know if we want to I gave up giving up Lent for Lent <laughs> that's a good answer that's a really good answer it's meta I'm, I'm incepting my own holidays. I gave up dryer just <laughs> of the religion that you, you don't practice. I gave up dryer sheets for that. Oh. <laughs> Why? Huffing or using? <laughs> just because the I'm, lint. I'm gonna kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> don't. I wouldn't recommend that. I don't care. We'd have to take you immediately to the hospital. It's gonna happen. You, you've earned this. Ebola and bubonic. 
super gonorrhea. Oh, that was that's you. It's the glitter, glitter beard. <laughs> My favorite pirate. <laughs> we, we got a little bit of time for for some soup. Oh, oh, oh check, man. check it out. Here comes the soup theme song. <laughs> What is the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. <laughs> Today's soup is artichoke and toasted bread soup with sage. Mm. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Are, is that, you're just going to pick one from the book? That's it? That's it. Wait, Are you going to post the recipe? Wait, wait. you have to and tell And where the do we find this recipe, Travis? In, you don't. In, my, in my book. <laughs> Please put it in the deck for the podcast. Are you going to put it on... Okay. Okay. It's got to be yeah, in the well, notes. At least. No, no, no. Just photocopy the page and then start <laughs> writing your own notes Wait. on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it'll be like Aileen, dude. Aileen symbol the soup recipes. It'll be like Warren, but a chef. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Wait, is tell right us now the ingredients. Frantically writing down. Wait, you're left handed? Yes. <laughs> he is right now. He is so if, so if the listeners want to uh, make this recipe at home, what ingredients do they need, Travis? Artichokes. You'll have to become a Patreon subscriber. That's to fair. <laughs> so how do they do that? Yeah. For, for the next half hour, by, let's by learn going how to, to Patreon.com <laughs> and looking for AU Radio or Adventures Underground. Believe it or Adventure not, Underground. if you go there and search for AU Radio, we're the first hit. We Yay! are the first Yay! thing that comes That up. never happens. Um, yeah. You can also, if you're <laughs> really angry and just like, come on. I want to know. Email us at podcast at advunderground.com. Advunderground. com because everybody gets mad the way I say it. I think it's hilarious. I just think it's misleading. <laughs> Pretty sure that's a safe I, word. Vandersex. <laughs> Misophilioma. God bless Lucy Lawless. Thank you. Philosophobia. What are we doing? Just saying big words, Katie? <laughs> hey. Hey. Knock it off. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. How about that? That's my favorite word ever. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's a good one. Gentastic. Ooh. Of or pertaining to breakfast food. Really? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and with that, I think it's time to wrap this up. So, good, Travis. Good night, everybody. Hey. Have some soup. <laughs> Katie? Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. That's really he what you're going to say. Oh, you know, guys, it was farewell. really just a pleasure to be here, <laughs> yep. and I'm looking Gen- forward to next week. Gentacular. Yes, I'm going to genticlate all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Not while driving. I don't think you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you Does, can is say that the wrong usage? <laughs> I think that's an $85 fine if you get I caught. I was just going to put bacon and eggs on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Corey? Well, Hi, Amy, or Emily and George were here. <laughs> okay. They need, they, we need them. <laughs> yeah, we function well as a whole. Yeah. We're kind of like the X-Men when you split them apart. Wet carrots. Wet carrots? No. Just, oh, Jean Grey's personality. Yeah. yeah no, it's once Katie comes back to the table. This is the worst exit we've monger. ever had. <laughs> and with that, everybody, we are out of here. Nothing can kill the grimace. You've been listening to AU Radio. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio is a production of Adventures Underground and G Wiz Multimedia Productions. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.